Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, queen, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, a business mentor, a speaker, an author, and I am obsessed with women standing up, showing up, and creating their confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, my love, and welcome to the podcast. I am so excited because I am just starting to move in and get a little bit comfortable in my new space. I'm waiting on quite a bit of furniture, but anyway, it's okay. We're getting there. My wall is pink, which makes me so damn happy. If you didn't know, we got a brand new office slash warehouse that we have moved into, and we're going to be doing all our live events here, live streaming our events setting up this space for podcasting, content creation. It is the jam. I'm so freaking happy. But uh, moving is a bit of a pain in the ass, as you probably already know. So we're getting there. We're getting there slowly. I am coming to you live right now as tomorrow, while the point of recording this podcast, tomorrow I am speaking for Business Chicks the Movers and Breakers Conference. I am so excited because it's one of the most amazing and incredible organizations that I have been a part of for many years since moving to Australia. They are all about empowering women, supporting women in business, women in corporate, uh, engaging each other, events, gorgeous networking, not yucky networking. And I've just made so many beautiful connections and met amazing women there. I've had beautiful opportunities with business chicks. And so this is a big bucket list moment for me to speak at their conference and share about confidence and self-belief and owning who you are and doing all the things I do on stage. I'm very freaking excited. And so because this is coming up this week, I wanted to share on the podcast about getting speaking. So a lot of you out there message me and ask me, how did you build your business? How did you get out here speaking? You know, how did you start speaking? How did you start creating the platform that you have in order to speak on stages and get paid to speak? So that is what I want to cover today with you. I want to talk about how do you get out there as a speaker? How do you get hired for speaking gigs? I want to share with you when I first started my business, I started as a stylist. So I was helping women dress with confidence and I loved it so much. I was a hairdresser before that. So I always loved supporting women to feel good. And I was doing it from an image perspective. So, you know, hair, makeup, clothing. And it wasn't until I realized that it wasn't about our external confidence. The external confidence didn't mean shit if you didn't believe in yourself internally, if you didn't do the inner work. But how I started to get these ideas out into the world, you know, this was before Instagram and before I knew anything about having a podcast, I wanted to do a live event. And I loved events. I loved being with people in person. I was in a business program at the time, and they did heaps of events around and seminars. And so I would go to all of these events and seminars and just watch people get on stages, speak and transform the room. 
And I would watch the different ideas and the different modalities and the videos and the exercises and the, you know, sharing into the audience and raising their hands and turning to the neighbors and all the different ways that people would engage a live audience. And I loved it. And I said to my husband, I'm going to do a styling workshop. So I'm going to find a venue and I'm going to run an event. And one of the number one ways where you can get better at speaking and you can get booked to speak as a professional speaker is create your own damn events. (laughs) Speak at your own events. Who said you can't book a venue? I would go to a shopping center here in Australia called Westfield, and they had styling suites, beautiful rooms where you would normally go in and style people. However, you could rent these rooms and you could have whatever kind of event you wanted to have. There was a beautiful fireplace. There was a television where you could set up a laptop. You could put slides. There was seating. It was gorgeous. And I called them up and said, listen, I want to do an event there. How much is it? At the time, it was like $250 for a four-hour event, which was expensive for me back in the day. Now I'm like, my God, that is nothing for a venue. It's a beautiful venue. And so I created my first live event, which meant I had to create an agenda, which meant I had to organize my thoughts and what I wanted to talk about. Just because we think we're good at what we do or we want to speak, it doesn't mean it's worthy of listening to. It doesn't mean it's organized thought. It doesn't mean it's entertaining, right? How many times have you listened to a podcast or went to see someone speak and they just waffle on or they're talking at you on stage, but you don't feel a part of that discussion? You don't feel inspired or moved. You know, so for me, I was like, I'm learning how to organize my thoughts. I'm learning how to intentionally choose what I want to teach someone, what I want to talk about. And it's such a great exercise. If you do want to be a speaker and genuinely this is something that you want to do, I highly recommend you sit down and organize your thoughts. What do you want to talk about? What are the main points? What is the heading? What is the subheading? Right? Like, what am I going to learn when I finish listening to you speak How am I going to feel? What action am I going to take when you get off that stage? What do you want me to do? What's the action you want me to do? How do you want me to feel? These are things that everyone, no matter how advanced in speaking you are, or if you're just starting out and you want to become a speaker, these are things that is great for us to do because it helps us to pull out the content and the information and organize it in a way where we can communicate it with clarity, with confidence, right? We want to move people, want to inspire people. We want to teach people. I think about me wanting to do a TED Talk and how freaking nervous and scared I am about a TED Talk because that's different. That's like 18 minutes max. I love talking for like four hours. Give me like a six-hour event and I am happy, right? 18 minutes, You have to memorize your talk. It can't seem like it's memorized. It has to be a new idea. It's not a seminar or workshop. It's a talk. There's so many different things. When you go on Ted's website just to register to speak, for me, I was so overwhelmed. I'm like, oh my God, am I worthy of doing a Ted talk? Ah, But how good to feel that that fear, to feel that excitement, to feel nerve-sided about something that you think is so big and so scary but you're going to sit down and organize your thoughts and act as if you're going to do it, that is next level. If you're just starting out, go to the website, go read about their TED Talk requirements. It will scare the shit out of you, but it'll also move you in a way to start organizing what you want to talk about and to whom and what the topic is about. 
So that was the first thing that I would say. If you want to start speaking, create your own events. Now, do these events have to be at a styling suite in person? No, we have the internet. Because of the pandemic and all of that fuckery that happened for those two years, and some people are still unfortunately living in that reality still, we got to see that we could meet online, that we could jump on Zoom on a webinar, on a masterclass virtually and be moved and be inspired and take action and connect with the community. We got to see that because of the pandemic. So use that ability that we have now. People are used to it. People are loving it. It is making so much impact around the world still to this day. Yes, a live event is exciting and is amazing, but please don't let that stop you. If you don't have a venue, if it's too hard, if you can't organize it, if you live in a, in a rural area where there's no venues and there's not a lot of people, if you have the internet, you can jump on Zoom and create a virtual event. And you'll be speaking at this event and it'll be very similar to a live event. Okay. So just know that you don't have to wait for a real event. So organize, book your own events where you can speak. That is first and foremost. The next thing I would say to you is how well do you know your content? And this is very important because a lot of people want to speak and want to be unique and want to express their own intellectual property, their own ideas, their own models. They want to have a way of thinking and and being, and they want it to be really unique. But when you're just starting out in your journey of business, in your journey of the message you're here to give, in your journey of speaking... There's a lot of immaturity when it comes to your ideas. And I don't say that to be offensive. I'm saying that to myself as well, okay? Why? Because we consume so much content. And when you're constantly consuming content that is not your own because you haven't made it up, it's someone else's, when you are speaking and creating content, you're kind of regurgitating information that you heard from someone else. So it's really someone else's thoughts and ideas and organization of information through your mind that you've now put down as talking points. And I think that there's something to be said about maturity and time and experience. And it's not so much years. It's just about experience. When you're working, for example, I'm a coach. When I sat with my clients one-on-one, hour after hour, session after session, after six months, of working with women one-on-one, whether it was virtually on Zoom or in my office when I first started my coaching business, there were nuances that I started to get because I was having these conversations over and over again. And I would see something that would happen with my client. And I was like, whoa, that wasn't meant to happen. Or, oh, I noticed this. Oh, maybe I could try that next time. So there were mistakes, lessons, experiences that I had personally in a small one-on-one setting that I got to learn about and see and nuance. You know what I mean? And by having that experience in those six months with my clients, I could fine-tune what was going on. And now I hold a room. I could hold thousands of people in a group coaching call, and I could be with one person in this group as if there's no one else there, yet also impacting the others that are witnessing, listening, space-holding, watching, and learning together. Why? Because I've done it with one. I've went to the depth with one. And when you go to the depth with one, and you know your content, and you've worked on it so much, and you have that experience, you can hold it in a group of mass. 
You can extend the information. You get these next layers, you know, like, for example, confidence. Like, I'm still to this day getting these these thin layers of the onion, you know, that white layer of the onion. I'm getting those thin layers when it comes to confidence, when it comes to the practice of confidence, which is a a five-step concept that we created. It's very simple. It's not revolutionary, the five C's of confidence, the practice of confidence. However, simple shit can change lives. It's the simple stuff when applied that is so powerful. Your IP and your ideas don't need to be complex and massive crazy models. But if you haven't worked with the content, the information, the message enough, you're not going to know those deep layers and nuances like you just won't know them because that experience and time isn't there. And then if you're constantly listening to Tony Robbins or, you know, all these other coaches or all these other people in the field, you're kind of clouded by their thoughts and their ideas. And then it's like, is that your idea? Is that the way you think about it? Is that how you would say it? And that's how you would teach it and break it down? Or are you just regurgitating what you heard someone on a podcast say through yourself? And respectfully, there's power in you owning your message and you playing with your message and you dissecting and pulling apart and researching and experiencing your people so that when you go to speak about something, it's lived experience. It's nuances. It's information that's yours that you can be like, man, I saw this. I met with someone. I have this story. I'm pulling from my life experience. I'm pulling from sitting with my people and my clients. I'm pulling from this this self-research and this data. And yeah, we can touch on the experts that have created books about it. But if all of our content that we're speaking on is someone else's regurgitated information through your mouth, I would highly recommend that you get some more of that time and knowledge and experience in what you're talking about. Because I'll tell you, as a speaker, that's one of the things that stand out to me is when someone owns their message and they own the room because they're being who they are. They're not trying to be Tony Robbins on stage. I'm not trying to be anybody on stage. I'm coming with my flavor. I'm coming with my sazón. I'm coming with my fuego. I'm coming with my life experience. I'm coming with my confidence. I'm coming with my stories and my audacity to say the shit that I say because I'm being me on the stage. And people, when they book speakers, they want an experience. So think about that. Think about, is the information that I'm speaking about the information that I'm creating in my mind with my life and my experience? Or am I just taking Gary V shit and saying it in my mouth, but it's really all the stuff he talks about or a book I read regurgitated? I feel like that's a problem in our coaching, therapy, healer industry. That's just my little rant on that, okay? Are you ready for next level November? It is happening the entire month of November. We have the most incredible offers for you to level up your life. It is not too late. 2022 is not over yet. And this entire month, you are going to get access to some of the most incredible one-time only, one-time only opportunities. We never do this, only in November. Here's what it's about. For seven days, you will have access to an offer. It unlocks, it's a secret, you only know about it if you're signed up to my email list, so click all the buttons wherever they are, okay? Once you do that, you will get access to this offer for seven days. Seven days countdown is on. 
Once seven days expires, that offer is gone, so you never, and the next offer for the following week will unlock. I'm telling you that we never do this. These are once in a lifetime offers. Why? Because I know that come November, everyone's like, oh my God, the year's almost over and I didn't put myself first. And then come Christmas time, we're all buying gifts and worrying about that. So use November to level up, to really intentionally create the following year, to really intentionally close 2022 and to set yourself up to win in 2023. Next level November is happening. The last week is Pig Friday extravaganza. It is the bomb. You don't want to miss that. So here's what you need to do. Be subscribed to my email list. Make sure you are following on social media at the Queen of Confidence on the gram. You will hear all about it. You have got to be on the list if you want to get these offers. And I promise you, they is juicy. Okay, are you ready for your level up? Another thing that I think is great if you want to learn how to speak is tell people, hey, I'm a speaker. Put it as shit in your bio, speaker, keynote, whatever you want to write. I am a speaker. I speak. So if you're a speaker who speaks, where are you speaking? I better go to your social media account and see videos of you talking or go on YouTube and see you speaking or go on Facebook and hear videos and watch you speaking. Please make sure that if you want to be a speaker, your ass is speaking. Speak. You're not a speaker because somebody paid you and booked you at a venue to speak. You're a speaker because that's what you do. You speak. You use your voice and your platform to share ideas and information. And even better, original ideas and information. By original, I mean yours. There's really no original ideas, right? Talking about mindset. Who came up with the concept of mindset? Not me. I didn't come up with it. But the way that I talk about it and my own stories and my own ideas and my own things that I could share, because we're storytelling, right? Speaking is about storytelling. Speaking is about moving and inspiring something for the audience. I want you to feel something. I want you to feel something. I want you to feel seen. I want you to feel heard. I want you to know that I see you. I hear you. I feel you. We are connecting through this story, through this concept, through this idea that I'm bringing to you in the speaking experience. Now, there's nuances about, you know, what kind of speaker you are. Is it a workshop? Is it a talk? Is it a keynote? Do you put slides? Do you put video? I'm a Gemini speaker, my friend. Let me just go ahead and tell you. I'll talk about that in a minute because I I love an experience. Okay, I'm an experienced speaker. I do not get on a stage with a mic and just talk at your face. For me, I don't like it. Doesn't mean it's not powerful. If that's the way you want to speak, do it, boo. But for me, that's not the way I do it. So I really want you to start thinking about, okay, I want to be a speaker. Am I speaking right now? Because you're not a speaker because somebody books you. You're a speaker because that's what you do. That is a mode of communication. And I've always been a speaker always, always used my voice and spoke my truth and stood for justice, you know, since I was a kid, since I could remember. I feel like my voice was born when I was eight or nine years old and I was sexually abused. And I told my mom because my mom told me to tell her. So don't underestimate the power of people telling you to tell them, of people saying, speak to me, use your voice, of you telling your children to use their voice, of you listening to your children. Somebody listens to you, you feel worthy of being heard. Yo, this podcast has too many things. We can go into like 55 different avenues. Can you hear it? Can you see it? 
There's so much when it comes to speaking and using our voice. Something that happened when I grew up, growing up was I wasn't an intelligent air quotes kid. I didn't do well in school. I got really bad grades. I had a very turbulent upbringing with my mom and foster care. And, you know, it was just hard. It was really hard. So I wasn't a studious, scholarly kind of kid. I was like the worst. I was really bad at school. And so that gave me a self-complex. And I didn't believe that I was a good communicator. And I didn't believe I was good at speaking. And I didn't believe I was good at education or reading or writing or any of that stuff that had to do with education. I was like, I'm not good at that. Now. Moving into adolescence, becoming a grown-ass woman, and having that belief, am I going to want to put myself out there? Am I going to want to express my ideas and my thoughts on a stage? No. I was so scared of public speaking. Like, let me just go ahead and tell you, it was the number one fear of mine. And it is the number one fear. Above death. People fear public speaking more than they fear death, okay? (laughs) It's a true stat. Go look that shit up. It is true. Why? Why? I was so scared that I was going to look stupid, say the wrong thing, look silly, not look educated. I cared what people thought about me. And when I would go watch people speak back in the day, not now, but back in the day, I was judgmental as hell. I'd be like, oh, they're not funny. I don't like what she's wearing. I don't want to give her attention. Blah, 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 blah. Tearing the speaker apart left, right, and center. I was judgmental as hell. So if you are judgmental to people on stages speaking or watching a YouTube or an Instagram video and all you can do is judge that person, guess what's going to happen when your ass gets on the stage, my love? You are going to think that people are judging you. You are going to feel the eyes of judgment on you. And they are your own eyes that you once gave to someone else because karma's a biatch, right? (laughs) So I was so worried about being judged because I was judging people from speaking. So I'm telling you this because I had all the fears. I had all the worries. I was told as a kid that I wasn't a good communicator. I was told as an adult from a mentor of mine that I wasn't good at communicating, that my ideas were all over the place and I didn't have a formulated way of sharing my ideas. I was told that. Is it true? Yeah, probably. I don't give a fuck though. That's the way I communicate and I'm entertaining. I'm a little bit of a confidence comedian and that's my style. And I'll say shit that people won't say. And I get loud and I'm animated and I move around the stage and I talk to people in the audience and I get you to put your hands up and make some noise and I say vagina for no good reason, just because I can. (laughs) Like, that's the kind of speaker I will might twerk on the stage. Like, I'm having a fucking blast. If I'm going to talk, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to engage and make it an experience because I can. Yo, you look at Gary V. Homeboy is in a taxi or an Uber on the way to a speaking gig. He is wearing a fucking T-shirt, jeans, some sneakers. He's not even prepared. When he gets on the stage, he starts thinking about what he's going to say when he gets on the stage. I'm over here day before business chick still going through my slides. Check. Okay, make sure I said that. Like what? His style is I'm a rock up. He's also a man. He's also a man, right? I'm going to rock up on stage. I'm going to get paid 150000 to basically yell at people in the audience, which I love that he gets to do that. And that is a goal of mine, okay? Lovingly bitch slap everyone in the audience, get paid 150 k wearing a t-shirt and some jeans when I didn't even think about the talk until I walked out of my damn Uber, said the same kind of shit that I always say, but in a better way, gave fire because he gives fire, take photos with people, peace out, back in the Uber I go, what? He is booked out. That man has like, 
thousands of speaking gigs. He is booked. And that's his life. So you don't have to be this perfected, proper, educated speaker. You get to do it how you want to do it. But my love, if you have this as a goal, I hope you are speaking right now. I hope you are using whatever platform you have, YouTube, Instagram, podcast, whatever, to organize and get out your ideas about the thing that you're passionate about. Because we have that opportunity right now. Now, the more you do that, the more the world gets to see who you are and what you're about. So if you really want to get booked for speaking gigs, do you have an audience? Are you building a platform? Are you visible on that platform? I will use Instagram because you know I love Instagram. And I'm on there all the time and I'm sharing about women in life or business growing their confidence. So I help women step up, show up, speak up, stand out, you know, reclaim their confidence, be their fully expressed selves and show up for their lives so they can create the life that they desire. I do this in life, personal, life coaching, trauma. I'm psychotherapist training right now. Like, love that shit, the personal side, retreats. And I do it in business. In business, I help coaches healers and therapists to grow a business like I have grown, to speak, to create a community, and to help more people so that they can go out there in the world and impact. Now, I help coaches. I help women, everyday women, mothers especially. What is it with? The same heading. It's confidence. It's owning who you are. It's standing in your story. It's creating the life you want. And I happen to do it with two groups. And that's what I'm doing. So when someone goes onto my Instagram, they can see what I do. They can hear what I'm about. They can watch my videos. They can listen to my podcast. They can come to an event that I'm speaking at because I still run my own events. And this is how you get booked to speak. You are out there sharing your ideas anyway, even though someone might not call you a speaker, you is speaking, okay? That's what it's about. You're creating content. You're getting your message, your mind, your ideas out into the world. Someone will hear them. And they'll be like, can you come speak on this topic? But if you're not visible, and if your ideas are all over the place, and if you're just regurgitating what Tony Robbins talks about, right? Or Mel Robbins, and you're just doing what they do because they do it. You don't have a real vision or mission or end result that you're trying to get to or a big why that's formed inside of you. That's like, this is why I'm doing this because this is what I want to be known for. And this is what I want to leave the world with. It's not going to happen. Okay, so that's huge. If anything you get from this is have the clarity as to who you want to help and why you want to help them. Start being the go-to specialist, the person in your field that speaks about that thing openly, freely, courageously. Be a stand for that. I promise you someone will be like, hey, uh, do you want to speak at my event? Guess what? How many events do you think I spoke at for free? A lot. A lot of events. Why? Because I had never spoken at an event before. So you better believe I did so much for free in the beginning. Again, Gary Vee did like 57 free speaking gigs when he first started. I wasn't charging because I didn't know what I was doing. But I still did slides and I still researched and I still tried to do everything I could to make sure that that gig was the best gig I ever gave. And because I did that, I got booked even more. I think my first speaking gig, I charged $500. I didn't even know what to charge. I was like, what do I charge? $500. My second speaking gig was $1,000. So I doubled down, which was kind of (laughs) good. But that was like for a big company. And how do you think they found me? I've been watching you on Facebook talking about confidence and women. I've got a big group of women in business. Can you come and speak at our thing, at our conference? 75 women. My first real gig. I was so nervous. I talk about it in the book. In case you haven't got the book, go get the book. Confidence feels like shit. 
got the audio book if you want to listen to me go off script, or you can get the actual book from Amazon or my website. And I share that story because that was really where the practice of confidence was born. So if you want to speak, speak. If you intend to become a professional speaker and get on gigs and book things, get out there and share your message right now. Go to Facebook and see what events are playing or going on in your neighborhood. Email the organizer. Hey, I speak about confidence. Hey, I speak about this. Do you need a speaker? Happy to do it for nothing. Get somebody to come with a camera and follow you and video you so you got some B-roll, so you got some kind of stuff that you can create something so you could put it out in the world and say, hey, look, I'm a speaker. This is what I do. Do videos, do audios, get a podcast, share your ideas and put it out there. I had been putting out for business chicks, I swear to God, I want to say like four or five years, I'm going to speak at their event. I'm going to speak at their thing. I'm going to speak at their thing. I got an invitation to speak at their thing and I'm going to speak at their thing and it's going to be awesome and amazing and I'm so grateful for the opportunity and also I know it's going to be great because I got my ideas organized now. Like this is four or five years, but I allowed myself to say that I wanted that and I know I'm going to do a TED talk. When the time is right for me, I am going to do a TED Talk. I will be shitting my pants. You better believe. Be skin marks. I'm going to be scared and nervous. But that's happening because I want to do it. So put out there. What are your goals? Where do you want to speak? What are some of the things you want to do? Have you thought about doing an event? Have you thought about speaking for free? Have you told people in your network, hey, I'm a speaker? Have you put that shit on your website or your bio? I'm a speaker. These are the topics and the ideas that I speak on. Organize your ideas. Get it out there. What do you want to be known for? If you could only talk about one thing, one thing, what would you talk about? What would you teach on? Go write that shit right now. That's how you do it. And the more you do it, the better you get. And the better you get, the more people will inquire. We get so many inquiries. I turn things down because it's not on brand with me. When you get to that point where you could choose the organizations, and it's not even about money. For me, it's like, that's energy. I get to share my energy with an audience. I said I was going to share this as well. For me, as a speaker, what I do, I like experiences. I like playing videos. I like getting people to turn and talk to their neighbors. I like putting hands in the air. I like noise making. I like sharing experiences. I like making people cry and laugh at the same time. I love that. So when I speak, there's flavors everywhere. I'm getting videos. I'm getting content. I'm activating myself and the room. There's so many different ways you can do it. But the bottom line is, if this is a vision of yours, if this is something you want to do, what are you willing to do right now? What can you start doing right now? And I'll tell you right now, you can start speaking on platforms like Instagram, like Facebook, like podcasting that is free. Get your ideas out and organize them because I'm positive that the thing that you have to share, this world needs to hear it. I am positive and nobody, my friend, is going to share it the way that you will. Okay, I love you. Let me know what you thought about this episode. Hit me up, hit me up and I'll uh, keep you posted on all of my amazing speaking and all the fun stuff that is coming up. And when that TED Talk happens, you gonna know about it. I love you. Have a great week. I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. I freaking love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for your ears and your energy and your attention. Thank you for letting me into your world. And thank you so much for listening and tuning in to this podcast. 
There are so many podcasts you can listen to, and I deeply, deeply, for real, for real, appreciate you listening to mine. Do me one big favor, one big thing. Please share this episode or this podcast with a woman who you know needs to hear this. This is my mission on planet Earth to serve as many women as possible so that we could show up, stand up, speak up, and create the confidence and the life that we desire. I appreciate you, my love. I will see you on the next episode. 